what's a vision board that's a question i would ask i don't know whether you know what it is but our guest is going to tell us now for your information this is now tell us i'm your host anthony Muirore. today we have a great guest with us who is known as steve gamlin and he's going to tell us about visualization and vision boards please if you're watching live and you have a question ask we will be glad to answer it or rather steve will answer it as we are moving on if you have a comment to make we really appreciate your feedback so don't hesitate to give us your feedback so if you're ready i'm ready to take you with me as we go to meet steve and hear about visualization and vision boards. Here we go. Hi, Steve. Hello, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming. My pleasure. I, I see you and I hope you see me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm also hearing you loud and clear. Great. Yes. Uh, please, can we know where is it that you are at now? Yeah, I live on the East Coast of the United States, uh, about seven hours earlier than you. So I hope the rest of the day has been really good so far because you've already lived it. Yeah, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. It's, the, it's evening here. And uh, I just uh, thought that I should not go to sleep without thinking about my dreams. <laughs> yes. And someone yeah. said it's good to dream when you're sleeping, but it's also very wonderful to dream when you're awake. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and, and I guess this is something that we're going to touch in the episode as we go deeper into it. But before we go there, we'd like to know, who is uh, Steve? Well, my name is Steve Gamlin, and I'm 55 years old. And when I was 11 years old, I wanted to be a radio DJ, a stand-up comedian, an author of my own books, and a teacher of people, but not in a classroom setting. And over the past, well, four and a half decades since then, I spent 10 years as a rock radio morning show producer and a DJ, seven years as a stand-up comedian. I've published four books so far, and I've been a speaker for 18 years in teaching visualization, vision boards, and coaching people for about 12 to 15 years. So all of the things I wanted to do, I saw them, and then I took action along the way with some highs and lows in between. It wasn't all magic, but uh, here I am loving life at age 55. Wow, that's beautiful. Isn't it wonderful to achieve that what you want to achieve, to accomplish your dreams? And so when we hear that you've done exactly what you dreamt of when you were younger, that's, that's interesting to know how you came to achieve all of them, despite the challenges, the ups and downs, but at least you made it. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, 
<laughs> so you're going to be teaching me a few secrets here and there as I'm trying to control the, to touch the controls, to get the sounds right, to, to get the video right. And I'm thankful for what you did as we are beginning and telling me, oh, you did it, oh, increase. <laughs> now, this is not take one. It's the only take that we have. Right. It's only one take. And I, I know from your experience, you're going to have a great, great time. Yes. Now, visualization and vision boards. This is something that you're very passionate about right now, even as you introduce yourself. When did that passion begin? Or when did you start practicing it? And when did it come to the idea that you should start sharing this idea with all the other people? I didn't realize that I'd actually been doing it for most of my life until the early 2000s. Now, at that point, that was around 2003, the lowest point in my life. Mm -hmm. I had walked away from a successful radio career. My first marriage fell apart. Mm -hmm. I was tens of thousands of dollars in debt at age 35 because I wasn't paying attention to what I was spending versus what I was paying off. Mm -hmm. And I had to crawl back home and stay with family for a while because I was broke and very, very in debt. Mm -hmm. And I was out one day, I had $3 left in my pocket and I went and got a bucket of golf balls. Now I'm a terrible golfer. So I went to the far edge of this golf driving range and in a thunderstorm under power lines, electric power lines, barefoot in the wet grass, I spent an hour hitting the golf balls. And mm. everybody else ran from the storm. It was thundering. And there I am with a metal club standing in the grass. And the next day I was on the phone with a life coach that I just started working with. And he asked, how was your week? And I told him the story of that one hour. Now I tried to make it sound as funny as I could. And when he finished laughing, he asked me, have you ever thought of being a motivational speaker or a stand-up comedian? And I thought, oh my gosh, when I was 11 years old, I wanted to do four things. Those are the only two I haven't done yet. And then he asked, have you ever heard of The Secret, which had just come out at that time on DVD, talking about the law of attraction mm -hmm. and a little bit of visualization. And I got the DVD and I watched it. And I said, oh my gosh, I've been doing this my whole life. I just didn't do it on purpose, with purpose. So I started to really dial in what I wanted my life to be instead of just saying, I want my life to be better. Mm-hmm. I started to design all the areas of my life where so many people just think it's material things, you know, Lamborghini, yacht, mansion, private jet, mm -hmm. helicopter, big honking watch, and a bank vault full of gold bars. Well, I started to work on all the areas of my life. And slowly through trial and error, I started to figure out how visualization really works. And I took mm -hmm. a lot of notes try something. Maybe it wasn't quite right. I tried to get a different way. Every time something worked, I would write it down. Mm -hmm. How did it? And over time, all of a sudden, I was able to create this amazing version of my life, found my true love just a few years later than that, became a speaker, did stand-up comedy for seven years. I've now written four books and I'm living the life that so many years ago, I wished to have not just material things, but all the other parts of my life as well. Mm -hmm. And I want to imagine that uh, there's someone who's listening or watching who is hearing visualization and can give its definition. So in a layman's language, what is visualization? And maybe even go ahead and 
describe to us or explain to us what is a vision board? Mm -hmm. uh, vision board for me, if you think of like a GPS where you punch in your destination, it knows where you are now and you punch in where you want to go and it tells you the route to get there. Mm -hmm. For me, the law of attraction and visualization is very much the same way. And most people forget to start where they are right now. Okay. Many people say, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to be healthier. I want to be happier. What they don't do enough is figure out exactly what that looks like, feels like, sounds like, smells like, tastes like. They forget to attach all of their senses to it. Now, that's the first mistake that many people make. Mm -hmm. The second is they don't understand where they are now and embrace it. Like, this is where I am right now. This is point A. If I want to get to point B, starting where I am now, here are the steps I need to take. Here are the people I need to surround myself with. Here are the experiences I need to have along the way. And they don't dig deep enough to have an emotional connection. And that's the second thing a lot of people miss. The mm. third thing that most people miss is understanding why they want what they want. And the why is what's going to keep you going when things get tough. The why is the emotional connection to your heart. Mm -hmm. And many people forget that as well. They just say things like, well, I want more money. You can find a dollar in the street and congratulations, you've got more money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you need to get specific and also understand why you want it and then be aware of all the opportunities to get there. Okay, that's good. Now you mentioned the secret a DVD that many people have watched, or even if someone who's listening has never heard of The Secret, you can get it. I hope it's still on YouTube the last time I checked, I guess so. If I believe not, so. Yeah. yeah there are, if not the whole thing, there are clips there, and the book, of course, is also still out there as well, but I love the visual of seeing what they're talking about as well. It try, I just, It hits more of my senses hearing it and seeing it and really feeling the message. So that's why I, I automatically go for DVDs and videos. Okay. And you, you mentioned it and uh, the time that it came out and then looking at your profile, you say there is, there's something, there's something that was missing or they failed in something in the secret. What, what could that be, have been for you? One thing about the secret where I think they dropped the ball, where I think they, they did something in such a way. I understand why they did it, but I really wish they hadn't. In the DVD version, they had a genie in a magic lamp. Mm -hmm. And all he said over and over is, your wish is my command. As though we can ask for it, and then it comes to us. Now, I understand if we ask for it, if we set a goal, what we are doing is putting a bit of energy, like an antenna, out into the universe for opportunities. I get that. But it just made it say, seem like, and again, this is just my interpretation, that if we ask for it, we get it. Well, if that was the case, every time the big lotteries hit a million dollars, you get a lot of people in line at the store buying their tickets saying, I really want to win this million dollars. Well, they can't all win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. the sad part is, too, is there are people out there wishing for a million dollars, but they don't even get off the couch and go to the store to buy a ticket. Mm hmm. And I just my interpretation is it made it seem like if you wish for it, you get it when I believe we need to be much more involved in the process. OK. Yeah, And I can imagine of a farmer who wants to harvest a corn or want to harvest potatoes or anything 
and then he sits there at home just drawing it from the mind wishing for it believing in it very deeply that he's going to harvest tons and tons of fruit yeah but it does exactly <laughs> it does nothing it can't happen exactly you just painted okay. the perfect picture thank you mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it never can happen you've got to dream about it you've got to plan how it's going to happen and then you're going you're going to go into action and put in the effort, the, the necessary effort to bring it to fruition. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned in your journey on all the areas that you've mentioned, you finally achieved, but then you said it was, on, it was not all on a golden platter. Mm -hmm. What other challenges did you face in, in some of the circumstances? And, oh, and my gosh. Tell how you overcame them. A lot of them, and uh -huh. the the part behind this, and it can very, it can be very insidious sometimes when we talk about making our lives better and and receiving more. What most people don't understand is our lives, and this is the way I teach it, mm -hmm. are made up of our physical health, our emotional well being, our relationships, the core values that guide how we think, speak, and act. You know, kind of the rules, the moral code, the integrity. Mm -hmm. Our faith and spirituality, if that's an important part of your life, which kind of does the same, but from a different direction, mm -hmm. our connection to the world in a real way, and then our business or career and our money. And so many people are out there trying to make money, make money, make more money, make more money, but they ignore those other parts. And if you do, they can trip you up big mm. time. So for me, I finally understood that I needed to take care of my physical health. I needed to take the actions every day that were going to create the best emotions. In my relationship, I wanted to be open and honest. See, my first marriage fell apart due to lack of communication. We just butted heads, but we didn't talk it out. So it fell apart. My, my core values, very important. And I live every day building the best relationships, creating a vivid vision with everyone I communicate with cultivating kindness in every conversation and being fun as heck to work with. Those mm -hmm. are my four. Those keep me on a great path. I've got a wonderful relationship with God. So spiritually and faith-wise, I'm good. Love to connect with people and not feel alone or isolated. And also my business and my money. Thinking of all of these areas of my life, they work together 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So wouldn't it be a good idea if we intentionally paid attention to them and made them part of our plan. And when I started to do that, when I realized it, everything got better. I got better. I got happier. I got healthier. I had more energy. I had better focus. I can take moments a day and create amazing emotions, amazing moments in my relationship with my wife reaching out to somebody here in my recording studio and recording a quick happy birthday message mm -hmm. for someone which raises my joy for the day and theirs as well. Mm -hmm. So all of these things working together, that's where things really started to gather steam. Yeah, that's a very beautiful. And I believe that those who are listening and uh, those who are watching, and thank you to each and every one of you who's here. I believe they are going to... Uh, apply those uh, ideas, those tips that you're giving. Thank you, Nemi. Good to see you here. And uh, every other person who's tuned in, I thank you for taking your time and being with us. 
the, the question I was trying to drive at, and we will maybe get to expand more on that, is that the obstacles that uh, that plan, that idea, that, that goal that you want to achieve, the, the, what abs- obstacles have you faced or what obstacles can we expect as we are trying to go after our own dreams and achieving them? Visualizing them and then getting mm-hmm. to work, what are those obstacles that we are going to face or you faced? Yeah. The biggest ones for me were technology. Now, there are two types of people out there. And in the book, Rocket Fuel, it's a great business book, talks about two types of people, visionaries and integrators. Visionaries mm-hmm. are the people like me who are creative, who are out there, personality-driven, passionate, and integrators are the people who build the systems that allow us to get our messages out there. Well, for years, I convinced myself, I can build the website. I mm-hmm. can do the videos. I can do everything. What happened was I dragged my feet and I frustrated myself for so many years. And I did things that didn't quite work. So, of course, it hurt my credibility and integrity out there in the world. Mm-hmm. So my business stumbled along for many years. I could watch 10 or 12 YouTube videos in a row and take notes to figure out how to do something. And I would be more confused at the end. (laughs) So when I finally started to bring in people and align myself with people who had the strengths for the things that were not my best skills, my business got better. So that one, understanding and taking your pride aside and allowing somebody else to do what you can't do. Now, that was one of the biggest ones, and that reared its head over and over. As things grew, I ran into obstacles of things I didn't know how to do. Mm -hmm. In my former style, I would just stop because I was afraid, embarrassed to ask for help from people. Mm -hmm. I felt dumb if I wasn't able to figure something out. And then I just realized finally, because I had an amazing mentor, he says, bro, you do the stuff you're great at, And you got me for the stuff you're not great at. And I worked with him for three years until he passed away. Mm. Now, that's one of the simpler ones. We had the pandemic. And for three years, I was not on a stage live. Mm. And I owned, in addition to being a speaker, I also owned a DJ company. I was a professional DJ and MC for 28 and a half years. Mm -hmm. All of that business disappeared all at once. Mm. And I had to figure out how to get it back and figure it out. And during that time, I also had three people very close to me pass away. So you get down, you get depressed, you get anxiety over things, you get frustrated, you get scared. All of these things hit all at once. And someone asked recently, what have the past three years been like? I said, oh, you mean three deaths in a pandemic? They've not been easy. Mm. But I remember who I am, what I'm all about, Start over with the vision. Okay, here's where we are now. Let's create the vision of what it's like working within the way I can work now, which is virtually. Let's figure out the best way to do this. So I built this new recording studio and started putting all the pieces back together. So just because we have a vision, just because we take the actions, it doesn't mean we're guaranteed to get the outcome we want. Mm -hmm. Life will always try to trip us out. But here's the thing I've discovered. It always makes us better for putting up the fight, rebuilding our confidence and putting everything back together the best way we know how and surrounding ourselves with the best people to help us to grow. It's Mm. never a bad thing to ask for help when you need it. And I learned that 
over and over and over and over again. It's not a, it's not a bad idea to ask for help. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. And thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know that uh, many people who are going after their dreams, those people who always vi vi visualize their dreams and they are pursuing them, they will meet with challenges and they will mm -hmm. get, they, they need to know that the challenges are there to be overcome and come out shining on the other side. Yes. Yeah, yep. that's, that's something good to remember. Now, you mentioned about mentorship and your mentor. Is it a name that is familiar to us, maybe your mentor, or is just some, uh, someone who was no, you? <laughs> he, was, he was somebody who worked with a dear, dear friend of mine who okay. saw me struggling and said, let me connect you to this person, and he yeah. did. Mm -hmm. And it was, we worked together for about three years until he passed away. And okay. it was three of the best, most productive years. And he passed away right near the beginning of the pandemic. So mm -hmm. that was one of the three deaths during the pandemic. So it was a, it was a bit of a knockdown mm -hmm. and I lost some momentum, lost a lot of confidence because the person who did all the stuff I wasn't good at was now gone. So I had to find a new person and it's it's all part of the road of life. There are no results that are instant because the instant results aren't ones that can last as long because you don't have the deep roots. Like if you think of a plant to withstand a storm, it needs to have deep roots. Mm -hmm. So the deeper you can make them and the more time you take to grow them, the better. And mm -hmm. very, very fortunate to have some nice deep roots now and other people whom I can lean on and reach out to in a network of people that I've built around me. And I'm part of theirs as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been the greatest thing that came out of the past three, four years of challenges. Sorry for the losses. Thank you. Yeah. And keep on going, keep on yeah, believing and trusting and expecting the good things that are lie ahead. Yeah, most definitely. Now, can you please describe for us, what your vision board is like and what should be our vision be, uh, board be like? Yeah. Uh, the way that I choose to build them is to build a physical board. Now, some people like to do it electronically because they can do it in their computer and move them around. It's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. For me, the approach that I take is I think of one year at a time. And I understand where I am right now in all of those categories, the eight areas of life. Mm -hmm. Think of where I am right now and write it down. Now, for people who are kind of numbers based on a scale of one to 10, one being not very good and 10 being amazing, where is your life in each of those categories? And then think one year from now, mm. where would I like my life to be? What would I like it to look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, taste like? What would the experiences be I want to be feeling every day? Mm -hmm. Find pictures, take pictures. If you're a graphic designer, create something. If you have um, quotes that inspire you, include those or a hashtag or a mantra or something. I'm, I'm big on hashtags with all of my clients. Mm -hmm. And gather all of these things and then choose the one that is most important to you. Now, for me, it's always my relationship with my wife, Tina. Mm -hmm. We go in the center and then everything else builds outward from there. And all of a sudden you realize it's like bricks in a foundation. Mm -hmm. The more bricks you put together to lean upon each other, you know, all these pictures and words and feelings and colors and all of these things tell the whole story of where you would like your life to be in one year. Now, 
Creating it is one thing. After that, you need to plot out the actions that it's going to take to get there. And mm-hmm. no results are instant. And, and I'm a big fan of amusement parks in the old wooden roller coasters, the ones that go up real slow. But when they go over the top, you get the fun, fast ride. Well, our goals are exactly the same, I believe. We mm-hmm. can set a goal that's the top of the first hill, and we're way down here at the parking lot level. We have to surround ourselves with the right people to make the ride more fun. Mm-hmm. And then we go click, 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 click. You can't start halfway up. You can't skip any. <laughs> You've got to do every little step it takes. And look over your shoulder now and then and realize how far you've come and how much progress you've gotten. Because it's not just what you get. I believe it's who you become along the way. Mm -hmm. And if all results were like that, we haven't necessarily changed. We become better versions of ourselves as we put forth the effort, trial and tribulation, Mm -hmm. succeeding and failing along the way. But when we get over the top and get to enjoy that ride, We've done all the work to get there and we've become a better version of ourselves. And that's the approach that I wish more people would understand. Mm. Thank you very much for that. Brittany says this is a great topic and uh, she's thanking us for this. Wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much, Brittany. Brittany's actually a friend of mine. I adore her and I'm so appreciative that she's here. Yeah, thank you very much, Brittany. Now, you mentioned your clients. Mm -hmm. Who are your clients and in what way do you work with them? Uh, Most of my clients tend to be between 30 and 65 years old, Mm -hmm. many of whom got through their teens and their 20s. And all of a sudden, when they reach their 30s, they look around and go, is this all there is? I'm just going to work every day and do the same thing every day. And you know, a big thing here is when you're a teenager, get a good job with a good company and work for 45 years and then retire with benefits. Well, that model is no longer existing the way it did years ago. Mm -hmm. So especially during the pandemic, what I started to hear from people is I want something more rewarding. I want to create a life that makes me joyful now and gives me hope and makes me feel more important and passionate and connected. So people started to reach out to me saying, okay, I've got to create this whole life vision thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some people will say, well, I want to be a better parent. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a happier person. I want more of this, whatever area might be in their lives. I want more energy. I want more focus. I want to feel better. I want to lose weight. I want to be healthier. I want to be more important in my community. I want to be closer to God, whatever people choose. Mm-hmm. We have conversations and basically this is what it's like coaching with me. We have conversations about what would the best version of you look like? Where would that person be? What would you do with your time? How would you go outside your job? What would you do as hobbies? Mm-hmm. Because not everybody can just quit a career and follow their bliss. I mean, sure. I get that. We're checking into hotel reality here. <laughs> but I've is got people that say... Yeah. One of my earliest conversations was a woman who is an accountant, very successful, very hardworking. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get rid of it all and be able to volunteer with children with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And she that. couldn't take the pay cut because of her bills. So we just kicked around an idea. What if she volunteered for two hours, one Saturday morning a month with a local yeah. program? Yeah. That's where she, what she wound up doing. So the conversations with my coaching clients are a lot like that. Mm-hmm. We kick around ideas as 
fast as we can. That's why we record our calls so we can listen back and take notes as fast as we can to come up with the most creative, passionate, heart-touching, best version of their lives, and then map out a way for them to go make it happen. Mm, that's beautiful. I'm just imagining of the, uh, that idea of working with you, having a conversation, telling me about special some details that maybe I may not share here publicly, and then showing me how to maneuver to get to where I want to go after my visualization, how I achieve yeah. my goals. Yep. So I, I can imagine that. Mm. Somebody who could be listening and may want to reach out to you, how, how do they do that? Because uh, I, I believe it's quite uh, valuable getting to converse with you. Well, thank you. You can find me on social media at Steve Gamlin, G-A-M-L-I-N across Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. And you can find my website at stevegamlin.com. Okay. That's, that's beautiful. So if you're listening or watching uh, out there and you would want to connect with Steve, you can always go to www.stevegamlin.com and connect with him. I believe that you've enjoyed the show just like I have enjoyed. We really thank you, Steve, for coming to this show. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Before we go, mm -hmm. uh, we would like you to leave us with a few words that we should always remember. Which are they? It's a lesson that I learned from a little dog named Super Teddy, who was adopted by my wife and her mom. Now, Super Teddy wrote his own book. He was adorable, so I wrote his own book for him. Step number two of the 20 tips for people to be as happy as dogs was wake up every day and wag yourself happy like a dog does. So first thing every day, put something good in your mind, in your heart, in your mouth, healthy to eat. If you love to laugh, watch something that makes you laugh. If you love music, listen to something that makes you dance in the kitchen. If your faith is important to you, read some words from whatever your good book may be, but wake up every day and wag yourself happy. And even if you have one picture, one little part of a vision for your life, look at it every day and figure out how you can take just one step to get closer to it that day. And over time, you'll get over the top of that roller coaster and you'll be wagging yourself happy the whole way. Wow, what some beautiful words. Thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate those words. It's, it's a beautiful way to live by. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and walk myself into happiness. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'm living it every day. And oh my gosh, people ask, is your life really like this? Yes. I'm the same person on a show, off a show, on stage, off stage, standing on a street corner or walking down the cereal aisle at the grocery store. You get the same version of me. And I love being this way. Mm. What's in the future? We are working right now because I have a, a program called Vision Board Mastery. It's a, an audio learning program. Mm -hmm. We're working on getting it inside of companies because so many people feel as though they're just there to make the money and that's it. And so many leaders don't understand how important it would be to have the best version of everyone on their team coming through that door every day. Mm -hmm. So we are working on getting the visualization and the vision boards inside of companies to have people have their personal and professional goals as a part of their lives. That's beautiful. We can't thank you enough for coming here and sharing everything that you've shared with us.
Now, Brittany says that uh, Steve always delivers the gold. We thank you for bringing the gold to our show. Thank you. Thank you very much. My pleasure to be here. And all our viewers, thank you very much. If you need to get into contact with Steve, please go to the description. There is the link to his website. Or watch again these. You, I can always watch this and uh, be happy. Uh, that could be the thing that I'm going to hug my tail to tomorrow morning. <laughs> Wonderful. Love to hear that. Yeah, so that's about it for today. This has been Now Tell Us. And I've been your host, Anthony Mwerore. And together with our guest, Steve Gemlin, we are saying, wake up tomorrow morning, wag your tail to happiness. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.